welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and prefer not to disclose. This is the Undressing Underground Podcast. Today, sadly, is our biggest episode to date because I scored interviews with anonymous internet commenters, uh, Milton Burl's cock, and cheerful ex-girlfriend. They are both registered Kinja users, which means they post around the Gawker media universe. Uh, not much else to say except that just like last week, I pulled this together at the last minute, so excuse any hasty editing if you care. And uh, if you are, if you happen to be Maury Compson or Milton Burrell's biracial son, please reach out to me about being on the podcast. Or if you're another Gawker commenter like Fresh Beats or Tooth Petard that might be interesting to talk to or other somewhat... I don't want to say that Granddad is... uh, I'm not going to say anything. I like Granddad. Um, So yeah, if anybody else wants to talk, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or the blog or... Kinja, if you can find me. So, enough of my dumbass rambling. Let's just hear Milton Burrell's cock. And let me explain real quick that he uh, performed, he did the entire interview while wearing a ski mask, so that's what we're talking about to begin. Alright. Without further ado, here's Milton Burrell's cock. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so apparently you're Rob Muggy and in Indiana. Is it Muggy? Is that how I say it? Yeah. You actually got oh, it right. That's weird. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know it showed me a picture of you before you popped up, right? Oh, I did? Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully you won't hopefully you won't put it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But I figured uh you're not gonna put that part out, you just put this part out. Yeah, no, I mean, it's going to be audio anyway, so it's fine. Oh, okay, well, I'll, I'll still do it this way just for shits and giggles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is, I know it's like a weird concept to just be contacting someone on Gawker <laughs> to just comments there. Oh, it's okay. You know, I figure, I, I've had so much weird shit happen to me on there, so. Like, what uh, do you mean? Just uh, people like copying you and stuff? Well, yeah, you know, I've got that. I've got, you know, I've had people that have literally got me thrown off by copying me. So, and I've had, and I've actually had my face on there before. I made the mistake once of doing that. And um, someone did a a Google image search and found out who I was. Holy shit. So, uh, I, (laughs) nothing ever became a, I think what happened was people, let me adjust this a little bit. Uh, must have gone and looked for it, and no one could, no one found it except one person. And I know they found it because they said some really personal shit about me that you wouldn't find I, that I've ever discussed on the air. Yeah. So they said something that was like, "Oh shit," 
You do know who I am. Was so. that under your current username? Yeah, it's always it's always been Milton Burl's cock. <laughs> okay, so so why? I, I, go why, ahead, go ahead. Why that name? Why Milton Burl's cock? Um, you know, when I started, I, I wanted I I was trying to figure out a good name that would have some punch to it. And I can't remember how, I, you know, I, I do remember how I came across it. When I was in high school, I had to write a, a term paper on, this is so fucking random, on <laughs> Samuel Pepys. Okay. Now, Samuel Pepys was this guy who was like lived in 17th century England, and he was known for his diaries. But the, the funny thing was I had to find 10 sources to footnote. And one of the footnotes, there used to be a book in the 70s called The Book of Lists. So randomly, Samuel Pepys happens to be in, in the book of lists uh, because in addition to his diaries, which were famous, he used to notate that he masturbated all the time. <laughs> so that came up in the book of lists, and I used that as a source in my term paper, and I got my, my English teacher was not happy. But it was one of my ten sources. It was footnoted. <laughs> But as a result of that, one of the things I learned at the time there was that Milton Berle apparently had the biggest dong in all of Hollywood. <laughs> so that that always stuck with me as as a as a funny notion that somehow you know because I was probably I don't know fourteen or fifteen at the time that you you think about these old Hollywood stars that you know maybe had a cock this big I don't know yeah so that always stuck with me as a funny bit and um and I think right there at the moment I was like well you know what Milton Berle's cock. Why not? And I didn't really think about it when I did it. I just put it up there. I thought, okay, it's a good, funny name. And then all of a sudden, when I was commenting, people would comment to me just about my name. Yeah. They're like, oh, hey, you know, uh, the old system in Gawker, I don't know how far you go back, but it used to give you stars. And uh, so you were either a in gray commenter or you were a star commenter. So uh, I used to collect all these stars. People would just say, oh, I starred you just for your name. <laughs> sure, why not? So that's how Milton got started. So how far back do you go on Gawker then? How long have you been commenting there? Oh, maybe five years. Five years, okay. Do you comment anywhere else? Um, not really. You know, I used to comment on a, a TV newser, and I used to comment on Mediaite, and I really kind of avoid this. Those are both those both use the Discus system, right? And I, I don't know. It's it's kind of hard. The re, the threading of the of the comments are just bizarre. So I, it just gets irritating, and I quit I quit doing it. Yeah. Whenever I try and read the comments on uh, AV Club, it's just impossible to follow. Oh, it's, I can't. Uh, and it's just annoying because I Gawker keeps you know Gawker <laughs> keeps changing this, and this Kinja business is ridiculous. Yeah. And each time, I feel like I just get comfortable with how I want to do it. <laughs> Because there, there is a certain amount of gaming to it. Yeah. The old the old system, which they used to do multiple columns, and you would see three comments to a thread. You know, I could go down and through the whole list and see, uh, oh, wow, okay, this one's interesting, and this one's interesting, and this one's interesting, and not have to do this business where I have to scroll, scroll, scroll. It was You could see the whole gist of the, of the thing in the span of, of a minute, and you could determine whether or not, you know, you wanted to... If the comment thread was interesting enough, you want to be in it. Now you got to scroll, 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 scroll. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. You got to see all the comments. And hold on a second. Wait a minute. You have to see the comments that are, are that are also in the gray. They just <laughs> throw so many roadblocks up. Uh, you know, I'm I'm in the grays now. They've never they've never phoned me back to being a, a 
an in black commenter. Really? Because that's one of the things that um, drew me to you ultimately was I saw this randomly the other day I was drinking. I was like, I should interview a commenter on Gawker because I read Gawker all the time. Because <laughs> um, I think it's an interesting sort of underground. It sort of is like an art form in and of itself because like, and it's like inherently underground because as far as I know, there's no way to make money off it. But you can still sort of gain these followings like you seem to have to a certain extent. Like you said, people will just comment on your name. And yeah. But I actually saw in that in that one post where you are talking about being banned and like how seriously you seem to take like your name on there, like your brand almost. Well, I did. I, I felt, you know, because the guy that was doing it and I think it was, he did four variations of my name. Right. So he would, he, he would just transpose, you know, it was, it would be Milton Berle's cock, but the, the letters would be transposed or instead of like the I and Milton, it'd be the number one. So I somehow I must have pissed this guy off to the point that he would go to all the trouble to do this. But he was going all over the Gawker universe. So not only Gawker, but Deadspin and, you know, what, what are the other uh, the other sites they have? Uh, I09 and Weathervane, all the other yeah. ones. And he's just saying, like, really heinous shit, you know, to like, you know, oh, you're a cunt, and you're a faggot and everything else and dropping the N-bomb. And I'm just like, oh, oh really? <laughs> I felt I, I I felt bad. I had to go like I had to like follow the guy. I had to follow my own impersonator <laughs> to find out what the fuck he was doing. And then you know, and then I had to convince the people at Gawker like you know this is serious. You know, if if you want people to comment, you can't allow people to just spoof other people's accounts and make it look like it's me doing it. And this went on for like a week and a half, me going back and forth with the with the Gawker, I guess IT people. Yeah. And their attitude was well. You know, we don't we don't have any say on how people name themselves. And I go, well, you know, if I go and say my name is Nick N one C K Denton, and I say everybody's an asshole here, and you can all suck my dick, would you allow me to continue to do that? And so that's why I wrote that big post. And then some of my, I guess the people that enjoy what I do, finally realized, oh shit, that's not Milton. That's Milton's imposter. And I. Yeah, and that kind of rolled downhill from there. Yeah, I noticed yeah. a number of comments in that uh, post of yours of people just saying like they were disappointed by yeah. this impersonator. You called me a bitch. I'm like, I no, it wasn't me. Yeah. It was the other guy. That's the other thing that impressed me is that one of the writers on Gawker actually, I don't know, do you know how he found your post on your own personal blog? Uh, I think, well, I well, I did this thing on the blog, and then I also emailed it to max but uh one of the other people picked up on it I don't know, maybe max emailed him and say hey check this out it would check the validity of it so but it took me a while you know it took i i, I was away the week that all the shit went down so it was just a kind of a bad <laughs> set of circumstances i was gone i came back and all the shit was going on with my name on it and i was like well so i had been banned from all the you know from pretty much all the gawker sites this guy had essentially done what he wanted set out what he, what he wanted to do was to fuck me over so I had to go, you know, undo a lot of damage. And then it's 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 funny to me because there are people obviously that, that are my backers, you know, who enjoy what I do. Mm -hmm. And there are obviously a lot of people out there I piss off. Yeah. And and like you're you know, you're a fucking little whiny bitch and you have to go write this post and beg for your, you know, for your name back. I'm like, well, you know, it's one of the few simple pleasures I get in life. I, you know, I used to be, you know, I, I was a comedian when I was growing up. I, I liked, I liked that kind of stuff. This is kind of a nice outlet. It 
It uh, it makes me, it gives me a little something to do, something to exercise the brain, and I find it enjoyable. And I was a little annoyed. I was like, you know. But then again, part of me was like, well, Jesus, am I really that that much of a fucking nuisance that you have to go to the trouble of, of uh, copying me and trying to basically ruin my good name on Gawker, if there is such a thing? Yeah, yeah your good name of Milton Burl's cock on yeah. Gawker, the home of Gawker Stalker. <laughs> you know, I... Uh, 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 so that was that was the whole thing there, and now I've got a new guy. There's a new guy out there who's uh, who's doing it this week, and you you don't know who these people are at well, all. Well, I knew I know who this guy is because I fucking I trashed him last week, and then he got so pissed at me he changed his name. So, <laughs> so the, the short story here is is this: I I have a uh, a biracial son, and I've talked about it before because people are like, well, th- this goes back to the business with Trayvon Martin. He, uh, he, uh, my my stance on guns on Gawker is well known. That's probably what everybody knows me for, right? Well, do you want to explain that real quick? Because I don't know who listens to this. Probably just my friends, but I don't know if they know your uh, your thing on there because you do have like that one thing that you post like every time. <laughs> There's a um, gun okay, over yeah. When there is a story on Gawker about gun violence or gun stupidity or guns in general, right? I have uh, my standard meme, and it's a picture of Milton. And he's lighting a uh, cigar, and all he says is, good job, gun nuts. I don't know, but it became my thing, I guess. The genesis of that was someone else, he, he was commenting to me about something, and he put the picture up, and, 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 he's, and the caption on it was, my cock is always right. <laughs> and I thought, that's pretty fucking funny. God damn it, I need to copyright that. Yeah. So I just took the, co- I, you know, I, just, I got the same picture. Yeah, and then I thought, well, you know what? This is uh, this is Milton's thing. Yeah, you know, I, I I do a lot of talking about the gun bullshit, and so whenever, and it's just my shorthand. Instead of going to the trouble of writing, you know, all these long paragraphs, let's just cut right through it and just say, "Good job, fuckheads." <laughs> you know, here's here's what you here's what you've done to this country. Yeah, uh, you you you're another you you have set up a situation where it's so fucking easy that a three year old can shoot his mom at Walmart. And then it's, you know, we're the ones we're the ones who are crazy for suggesting, you know, maybe back it off just a little bit. Don't make it so easy for them. And, and but this whole thing came out of Trayvon. So so I talked to people like, well, why do you I get so wound up over it. I have to calm down and think for a second. That's OK. The um, people would ask me and I, on more than one occasion, you're not black. Why do you care? Well, how do you even like, know that? Well, I'm like, well, first of all, yeah. How do you know that? Second. <laughs> Second of all, you know, do you do you have to be do you have to be black to be concerned that a that a seventeen year old gets shot dead in Florida in, in really fucking random bizarre situations? And I'm a parent, you know, and I've got a son and I've got a biracial son who is exactly Trayvon's age. I mean, he he was the same age Trayvon was when Trayvon got shot dead. Wow. And I've had this discussion with him on multiple occasions, and I, it's a terrible feeling to have as a white parent telling your biracial son. You have to be careful out there, and it's and the odds are not in your favor if you get in a situation like that. So don't be a tough, you know, don't be a hard ass. Don't show a lot of attitude. Just stay alive. If you get arrested, I'll come get you. Don't worry about it. So did and, you, sorry, um, I was just gonna ask, did you comment? 
then during the controversy surrounding Bill de Blasio for the same thing? Uh, I'm, I'm probably, sh I'm, I probably commented during that period also. Cause you know, I'm, I am in New York and de Blasio okay. is my major is my mayor and Dante is the mayor's son. And he had the same conversation and this from the same position you did as a white dad with a biracial son. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's, and it's awkward, you know, cause you don't, cause you're basically saying my half of your body <laughs> is a fucking oppressor you got to be careful for <laughs> yeah because they will shoot your ass now moving forward so this new guy uh he originally went by the name of ca pinko which i'm assuming is california pinko oh, okay and uh, he, last week he was commenting about about trayvon again you know uh he was the thug and he was smashing george zimmerman's head in the pavement blah 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 why do you care because you're white and, you know, you have no, you have no uh, horse in this race, et cetera, and so forth. And, you know, I just came out with, you know, with my regular spiel about, do, you know, do I have to be black to be concerned the kids are getting shot and our gun culture in this country is out of fucking control and, and anything like that. And of course, I then I just proceed to pile on him and just kill him. <laughs> and then everybody else who was in that threat proceeds to pile on him and kill him. And he just got this shit knocked out of him to the point that he was like, he was very, he was upset to the point that he changed his name and he changed his name to Milton Berle's biracial son. Oh my God. <laughs> That's awful. It's awful. It's awful. Yeah, but it's funny. It is. I mean, I, considering, yeah, you're not Milton Berle. So. <laughs> yeah, not in my cock. It, it's not my, believe me, my cock is like this big. <laughs> but I, I've had people flat out, you know, who troll me and say, you know, uh, you know, try to drop the M bomb on me, and you know, and I hope your, I hope your M bomb son gets, you know, shot dead. And I'm like, Jesus, really? I mean, really? I mean, I don't know. Why do you even reply to these people though? Oh, because I kill them all. Okay. I, I have, I, you know, years, years and years of being a stand-up comedian is, I, I don't fucking allow people to roll over me. I roll over them. And I just do it in the most, I don't sit there and get upset about it. the thing. The thing is, here's the whole game here, is that you can't show your hand. You can't be upset by it. You basically kill them with kindness. And like, so people start digging in on me. I'm like, that's great. That's, you're a great person. You're really nice. And, and they sit there and they try to needle you and stick you and, and you, you just don't play. You just keep doing your game because your game is good and it's better than their game. So you just see this as a game then like you don't care that they don't really they don't you don't they don't seem to think they're going to change your mind or anything. They're just there to piss you off. You just find it fun to try and piss them off in return. Yeah, well, that's how you do that's exactly what it is. Okay. <laughs> they're they're going to try to piss me off and I'm not even going to give them the pleasure. Yeah. See, that's the mistake that other people make when they get hounded by the trolls on here is they get very upset. I don't get upset. What are you going to do to me? You're going to. First of all, I make a, 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 a great salary, so you're not going to fuck me up. I probably make more money than you, and I have a more exciting life than you, and I do this as a hobby, and I've gotten so far under your skin, you resorted to doing this. Now. So who's the winner? How did you get started commenting on there? Oh, God. Well, I've been promoted so many times. I, I just like commenting. I, I, I like putting, I, I, nothing, was, nothing was really outstanding like i was dropping any signs on anybody and saying you know saying anything profound but i just like to write little funny comments yeah and my attitude on it was was to be quick and efficient i'm gonna, I'm gonna give you my my secret game sauce here that okay. you're writing on when you're writing on gawker there's there's really two strategies to get to get up to the top of the page 
Yeah. A, right first. So you're the first one there or the first five or six people there. Right. So you got a chance to be seen first because people I think are inherently lazy. <laughs> so they'll look, you know, they'll open up, they'll click the comments and they'll see the first three or four and like, okay, and then move on. So you better be up there first. And that was the nice thing about the, this is what I don't like about the new, the new way that they do Kinja is they show one group of comments and then you have to click to see all the comments and then you got to click to see the comments that are in the grade. So they, they make it like this three part process, which kind of takes the fun out. I just want to open it up, see, and kind of go through it. So either you be, you be the first person there or the first couple of people there, or you, you find a thread that's sort of toward the top that doesn't have more than three comments in it because, and I'll tell you, here's, <laughs> this is so, so stupid on my part. That is because <laughs> let's say you open up all the comments, but they're still, they're still truncated, right? So you've got the group that you see yeah. and the rest that are below the line that you have to click to see the extra. So it, let's say you have something you, you want to add. So you find a comment that's already in the black that has less than, less than, well, no more than three comments. So yours is the fourth comment, which will still be seen if someone else clicks it. I'm cheating when I do that, I think. Uh, I mean, it's commenting on the website. <laughs> Otherwise, it, because a lot of times, like, if I get late to the comment thread, but I still want to comment. Yeah. And because they've never, because they hate me at Gawker. I mean, Gawker management hates me, I think. Because really? I used to be a starred commenter, and they took my star away. It wasn't just they. Oh no! I got when they did the new Kinja 2.0. I got promoted right away. Okay. And then they took it away. I think they. I think they. They generally dislike me because I'm just such a troublemaker on there. And I. (laughs) But so they took my comment. They took my my commenting privileges away. So um. (laughs) (laughs) So I have to kind of I have to kind of weasel my way around to get to get what I want. Mm -hmm. So you, you, you you there are ways to gain the Kinja system, and that's one of the ways to do it, is either to be the first one there or get into a thread that's still small enough that's promoted that you can be seen, because well, otherwise, I just get buried down all the way at the bottom. Right. Well, yeah, especially if you're in the grays, because it's actually, there has to be another step to get to your comment, even. Yeah, it's just, it's, yeah. Um, but I mean, so I guess I'm still curious, though, like why you started commenting on there? Like, were you just reading for a while and noticed the comments on there? Yeah, I think I just started reading it first. I don't even know how I got, I don't even know how I started commenting. I can't even tell you what my first comment was. <laughs> I remember I got promoted. I got I got promoted once, and I've been promoted a couple times because of the concept. Because what they do is that you know they start this thing, and then they change it, and they make everybody go back to you know to to default, and then they start starring people again who can get privileges. Yeah, and I think I go back to. I think one of my first comments was uh, the kid that jumped off the George Washington Bridge. The kid from Rutgers, he was a freshman, and he was gay, and his roommate set up a Skype camera. Yeah, and filmed him having sex, because he wasn't out, right? Yeah, and and the kid, I I live in the Bronx. I live right down the road from the George Washington Bridge here. Oh, wow. And um, the kid jumps off the bridge, and his body ended up the Hudson River, actually in my old neighborhood. And so everybody was like, well, how if he jumped off the George Washington Bridge, how did he go upstream? And I just happened to know that the Hudson River is an estuary. So depending on the tides, it could either push it out to the ocean or push it north up the Hudson River. So that's how I knew that. And that's how I I got my first star, I think, was making that comment. Under 
George. Under Mill. So yeah, it was always. <laughs> but then, I, you know, and then they'll reset the system. Then I got to start all over again. And then. So you just do this purely for like the outlet. Do you still do comedy at all? No, I haven't done comedy. I, I tell you, I did comedy in the 80s. I got, uh, I, I was fresh out. Of, well, I was doing it in college and I got fresh out of college. I was doing it for a while out of college. And it was one of these deals where, you know, I went to school for four years. I should apply myself to the degree I actually went to school for. So uh, I, I, uh, I decided to uh, go ahead and go into TV for real. And I ended up, uh, you know, here now in New York. So, so wait, were you coming up with like Mark Marin and Louis CK and all them? Oh no, no, I wasn't that big. Well, I was, I was in, well, I was in Ohio. Then. Oh, you, I thought you were, okay. So you weren't in New York yet. No, no, no. I didn't get to New York until, uh, till when did I start working? I started working in New York in 99. I, uh, I've been all, over, I've been all over the Midwest. I was doing stand up. I did stand up from 86 to 89. And then I took a television directing gig in Oklahoma and from there on, I just kind of worked around the country and ended up back here in New York. So, I don't want to pry too much into your private life. So there's not like I'll be, I'll be very I'll be very uh, vague about it, but I'll give you yeah. enough information. Yeah, sorry. Cause, yeah, I obviously don't want to give. I really want to talk to one of them because it's so interesting that they're so obsessed with a commenter on a website. Like, why they're not like I don't think I I don't think that there's any other commenter on there who gets the kind of fucking flack that I get from from people <laughs> who go to I mean in the sense that they go to all the trouble to try to emulate me to just to, to to shut me down. There was somebody else that was doing it, or maybe it might have been the same person. Um, I noticed somebody was doing it to the finger of God, but yeah. they were posting like really benign messages while imitating him like i saw the finger of god post saying that like he used to be an alcoholic and all this stuff like us all this like just like sort of heartwarming story and then the think the the real finger of god commented saying you almost actually got me with this story but i've never actually bit drank in my life <laughs> i've counted so the the one guy did four of me four jesus he was the because he, he kept what happened was Gawker kept shutting him down, so he'd keep reopening the account and changing the name. Just <laughs> then, there's Milton Burl's other cock, who was a fanboy. Oh, he was like a fa he was just like a fan of yours. He wasn't like a yeah. trolling you or anything. No, he was he was he was doing it because he actually liked me. <laughs> and I, at first, I didn't know what to think because he was commenting. He was using the same same image, but he was like writing just weird random shit on on the Milton's face. And I didn't know what to think at first. I thought, is this guy trolling me or what the fuck is going on here? And then uh, I realized, oh, he actually likes what I do. And he was just, this was his, his tribute to me. And I don't, and I don't know if I started the whole thing with Gawker commenters being Hollywood person's name and a body part, but it seems to me like I got Burl Ives left nut and I've got Dean Martin's rectal polyps. It's all these other things, but. Did I start that or did they just, did people come up on these on their own? I don't know. Cause it seems like there aren't as many recognizable commenters as there once was like, uh, what's his name? Mari Compson. Yeah. Mori is the fucking God. <laughs> I, I was just going to say his name. It's very yeah. funny that you bring him. He is in my estimation, the greatest commenter they ever had. <laughs> he is fucking genius. And, um, and he was a and he was a guy that pissed a lot of people off, and I don't sure if, if Mari is a guy or a girl. And actually, I follow Mari 
or Maury. I guess he's a Maury. I'm not sure. I follow him on Twitter, and I've actually had conversations with him. Huh. Just because I was so curious, I was like, "Oh, you know, you're like you're like my idol. Like, if, if of all the people I wanted to emulate on there, he'd be the guy I'd want to emulate." And he doesn't put he and he doesn't post. He tells me or she tells me they don't post because they hate Kenja. And his if you if you have a Twitter account, go see him on Twitter. His Twitter account is hysterical. Yeah, I see it occasionally. There used to be a guy on there named Dead Kittens. Oh, I remember that name too. I feel and so weird, like nostalgic dead, about Gawker commenters. <laughs> dead Kittens had the great story. Now, Dead Kittens is a very femme guy. Dead Kittens' story was that she, that he uh, blew David Lee Roth <laughs> at some party, and Dave thought that she was a girl, or he was a girl, I should say. And it's the fucking funniest. If it's uh, you know, I don't even care if it's true or not. It's a it's a great story either way. Yeah. But but it was one of those things like, oh, my God, that's that's classic. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else I have to ask. Like, do you have like any ambition? Like, would you want to write for Gawker or anything? Because like Katie Weaver started off in the comments and stuff. You know, I, I have a real job in the real world that uh, that actually affords me a, a lot of uh, privilege in life. So I would probably say no. You know, and I'm a I'm, I'm a funny guy and I have good ideas. And, and uh, but you know, unless Gawker's offer me. A whole lot of money, which they aren't going to do. Plus, they hate me, so the answer is no. I mean, if you I were... would refuse to join any group that would have me as a member. <laughs> well, have you ever thought about starting your own blog? I don't have time. No. Yeah, I, I, I barely manage my Twitter account. Actually, my Facebook account is my blog because I just put all sorts of random shit on there. Yes, I guess that's interesting. Like commenting does offer this space for you because obviously you don't have if you don't have time to blog, you don't have time to do stand up comedy. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, that's interesting that there is this outlet where you can more easily be seen, I guess, than Twitter because Twitter, you have to be followed to be seen basically. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you found a way <laughs> you've hacked the system to be seen. Well, I, I always think it's funny that, 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 uh, when I, it, here's another thing. It was a, all of a sudden people started calling me MBC. Yeah. And uncle Milty. Uncle, well, Uncle, yeah, and you know, the first person that really, really hated me, that's funny now, because again, I started thinking about it, was this guy named Extra Extra, you know, one of these guys that, you know, guns can do no wrong, it's not the gun's fault, blah, blah, so he, he was the, you know, the yin to my yang, and I never thought much about it, until one day I happened to see him in another thread talking about how much he hated me. <laughs> oh, really? That's all, that brings up an interesting point, actually, mentioning a bunch of these because a cheerful ex-girlfriend went away for a while too. I've no, I noticed um, you've had a consistent, a fairly consistent presence now. I guess for about five years. Like, what yeah. keeps you coming back while other people drop off? First of all, I think the, I, I always think the articles are very funny. Yeah. I get a kick out of a lot of the articles, and a lot of times I'll cross-post the articles to, to Facebook, and that leads to different discussions there. And you know, I'm. I think that I'm clever enough that I can write funny shit to the stuff that's going on there. And occasionally, I'll just I'll write some topical stuff. You know, I I'm not all jokes. Sometimes I'm serious, but uh, most of the times I'm just again it's the efficiency of humor. You know, I I marvel these people who go in they write three uh, three paragraph diatribes. It'll take them 45 minutes to write it, and by that point. The story's already moved on. Go in, you know, this is back to my comedy writing days. Go in, write a, a fucking 20-word uh, joke and get it out there. And then if you, you've got 15 minutes to edit it, if you need to make changes, hey, you, you'll notice if you see some of my stuff, I'll put something up there really quick, 
Yeah. And then I'll think, how do I fine tune that? Then I'll go back in and edit. I, I got the clock. I got my eye on the clock. I'm like, I got 15 minutes. I can fix this. I can add to it another paragraph. I can tighten up the joke. So that's that's my thing. So you have you've. It's interesting. Like this is a full blown hobby for you then, because you have like a whole thought process for the entire process of it. Yeah, I would say it's a hobby. I think that's a really good way to describe it. Hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely get enjoyment from it. It's one of the it's one of the things that uh, I do purely for pleasure. So uh, um, yeah, I think hobbies are a really good way to describe it. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, but I would I would love to hear especially if you get more. I would love to because I would really love to hear Maury's thoughts. I think that he is interesting, um, and uh, I think he's got a, a a lot to say about Gawker. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. As soon as, as like I said, as soon as we're done here, I'm gonna go on Twitter and just send a private message and see if All right. he responds. And I'll mention you and everything. Um, and hopefully that'll help. <laughs> okay. Well, good luck with that. Thank you, and thanks right, again man, for doing care. this. It was great. Well, hey, no, it was a lot of fun. Oh, cool. I'm glad. See you. See it. All right, that was Milton Burrell's cock. Interesting guy, wasn't really what I was expecting from his comments, though I don't know what I was expecting. But you heard the man, uh, Milton Bertle's biracial son, and Maury Compson, Maury, Maury, whatever the fuck your fake name is, talk to me, or talk to somebody else and record it. I don't care. I will put up anybody's interview. Uh, In the meantime, up next is a somewhat lighter interview if you find sexual harassment uh, lighter than some guy stalking another guy in the comment section. Well, whatever. Here's cheerful ex-girlfriend. Hi. Hey. This is okay. Now you're on Twitter. Sorry. (laughs) But this is cheerful ex-girlfriend, right? That's me. Okay, cool. Uh, Thank you for doing this. Oh, thanks for having me. It's really weird, but thanks anyway. Well, yeah, that's why I'm doing it basically, because nobody. I don't know. It doesn't seem like anybody really sees commenters as anything but. Well, they're seen as commenters, but they're mostly. Anybody only ever wants to hear from trolls, not from like the people that are actually like contributing. Like I just saw on Twitter that you are responsible basically for two of the writers going to Disney World. I know, I know, <laughs> I am. I'm sickly proud of that, and like they have not acknowledged it. But like I'm not upset at Katie or Rich for not acknowledging it because if they start getting everything sourced from the commoners, it it takes away from the writing, in, in my view. Like, I don't need to be made a star or whatever. Like, that's stupid. <laughs> Although I would have appreciated, like, I don't know, some Mickey Mouse ears or something. <laughs> you actually wanted a souvenir? For sure. <laughs> I want my flag. <laughs> um, okay, so that's something else you told me, too, actually. Is like you're actually in New York, too. No, no, I'm in California. You're in California? Oh, so Mark Schreiber of Jezebel, he lives in California? Yeah, yeah, he's in San Francisco area. Okay. So how... Okay, so you... um, What sites do you post on on there? Um, pretty much 
Gawker mainly, and then some Jezebel and IO9. I'm not uh, black on IO9, though, so I'm not followed on IO9, um, which is fun because then I just have to, like, beg for <laughs> being noticed yeah. by all my little nerd friends. Um <laughs> And, and, like, I'm a nerd in wanting to be, but, like, I, I miss the whole boat of, like, all that. Like, Doctor Who, like, I just discovered it a few years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I'm sort of, like, this, like, nerd in training <laughs> um, or, or whatever the appropriate word is. I'm sorry. Sorry, people, if I'm using the wrong word. Yeah, I don't want to get slammed like Sam Biddle or something. Um, Wait, did he make a... Did he mistake something with Star oh, Trek? Or? No, no. He um, during the Gamergate thing, he he said like a bunch of something about nerds and being bullied or something like that. Oh right. And um, he yeah, said Gamergate was proof that we should I, still be I like bullying Sam them. A lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like Sam a lot, and I like Valleywag a lot. Let's see where else. I mean, just about everything, Bucker, uh, on the whole Kinja network. Okay. And how long have you been, um, I guess, reading and posting there? Like, did you start posting immediately? No, uh, let's see. Maybe 2008. Okay. Something like that. But not under Cheerful. I was under a different name. Um, I used to be uh, Frequently Wrong with my (laughs) username. And, and like, I was exactly the same person because i'm (laughs) there's very little filter between who i really am in real life and who i am online i mean it's just a little more snarky and exaggerated uh online but when i was frequently wrong like i hardly got noticed at all and like it, it was really interesting and so when i made the more playful moniker um i got noticed right away which was really interesting was that from a sociological sort of was that the goal? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to keep interrupting. Um, uh, was that the goal to be noticed? No, no. It was like, I mean, of course, like people want to be noticed. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, I have no ego. Don't look <laughs> at me. Um, like, because that's a total, complete lie. But it was more like I just uh, gone through a period where um, I'd lost a, a best friend just because of a stupid fight. And so I was feeling like, ex-friendless and but I was kind of cheerful about it because I knew that I was right in dropping her as a friend so I started off doing like cheerful ex-friend and I was like well I get along with all my boy my ex-boyfriends <laughs> um, except for Dave Dave's an asshole I want everyone to know that okay. <laughs> I, hope, I hope he hears this and recognizes my voice I really do I'm sure he <laughs> won't though <laughs> Unless you're, I don't know anybody named Dave, so there's probably nobody named Dave listening. <laughs> That's how this is gonna work, probably. Well, well that upsets me, but <laughs> sorry, <laughs> just send it to um, him. <laughs> so I just sort of made this uh, this moniker. I think I even used some sort of a a web generating, you know, make your username or something thing. And uh, and I came up with cheerful ex girlfriend, and I was like, oh, that's pretty fun. And so I just started commenting on Gawker, and then it was right around the time of the first Kinja change to Gawker. And so on the day that the Kinja change happened, I was like a test account or something, apparently, because mine was the only one in the black on Gawker for like the first couple days. 
of the new Kinja changeover, which was really weird and really, like, surreal because everyone else who wasn't on the new changeover yet was, like, in a parallel version of Gawker. <laughs> so I was the only one that you could see, but other people were still commenting, and it was like being through the looking glass. It was really strange. Like, they could see replies to themselves, and they could see each other's comments, but they couldn't see mine, and I couldn't see theirs because we were on two different platforms because they were merging the platforms. And I guess I had just been made this test thing. Like, no one's confirmed that for me, but (laughs) all evidence points to yes there. And I'm not technical at all, so, you know, I could be completely and totally wrong about all of that. And apologies to all my good friends in the tech team. Uh, but, <laughs> you talk to the people on the um, tech team? I do sometimes. Yeah. I mean, if I have trouble or if I find a bug in Kinja, like I'll email them and let them know. And, and they're really nice and, you know, and they have to do bidding of Denton. So I don't blame them for the things <laughs> that, that uh, we all don't like about Kinja. Yeah. Uh, you know, they have a boss and yeah, they're all, they're really nice to talk to. And if you have a problem with, uh, you know, some, really hateful uh profile or something they can talk to you about you know flagging and stuff like that have you dealt with that a lot because i know miltonboro miltonboro's cock has like people that imitate him and it's like follow him around no one's imitated me they've imitated a lot of my friends though Hmm. and but no one's imitated me i get once in a while i get some people who are just you know especially when i was posting a lot because i had a broken ankle and and so I was at home in bed and high as 10 kites on um, <laughs> biking in and stuff like that. And so I was doing nothing. Like, I just was laying in bed and just commenting. And so I'd comment on every single fucking post on Gawker, every single solitary <laughs> one for, like, a year. And, like, I get that that could be annoying to people, but some people got really annoyed and they'd, like you know, comment to me and say, like, are you going to leave? And I'd be like, oh, well, you know, I was going to take a break, but now I feel like commenting more. (laughs) Why do you think people get so mad at other commenters on there? Um, I think some people just are looking to be mad. I think some people are just angry, mad people in general. And so they're just going to be mad at whatever. And then I think that some people are jealous because some people get promoted out of the gray and some people don't oh. and there's certainly a real problem with some people who deserve to be promoted out of the gray who aren't and then there's sometimes people who are uh, banned that shouldn't be and then there are lots of people who are promoted who shouldn't be in my opinion right <laughs> so why do you comment do you hope to like contribute something to the articles do you hope to like convey something to the audience beyond what the writers do um, I'd say in 99% of my comments, I just hope to make someone laugh, <laughs> like including myself. Yeah. And then in the other 1%, like I do, I do have my little, uh, pet causes, you know, if people talk about, uh, women being abused or things like that, then, then I get pretty serious. So you, I think you've mentioned that you have like friends on there. Do you... Do you treat the Gawker universe like a community? Do like, you even care about the writers that much? Yeah, yeah, I do. I care about the writers. <laughs> okay, but you do it. I mean, and I'm even kind of protective of them because I have a lot of friends who will really get into 
oh, it's false quality or this writer is, you know, trying to kiss up to this, this writer or, you know, this, this editor sucks or whatever. And, and I, you know, I really, I look at the writers as individuals and I, and I very often go and look for other information about them. Like um, Adam Weinstein, I really like him a lot. In fact, I don't know if it's Weinstein or Weinstein. Sorry, Adam. Um, (laughs) I doubt he's listening. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, doubt, I doubt he is either, but I really like him. And he was, uh, yeah. he came over from Mother's Jones, which is uh, one of my favorite magazines. He came over from where? So, from Mother Jones. Oh, Mother Jones. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He's he's fabulous. And, yeah. and Mother Jones is fabulous. And so, you know, I was really excited to see that they were bringing on people like him. And um, Hamilton Nolan, he has a really interesting <laughs> ethos. And he's done some really interesting uh, interviews with other sites like Camp quote which ones right now but if you google him he's he has some really interesting interviews out there hmm. and so when people just you know dismiss him as you know oh a, a new york guy who doesn't like rich people you know <laughs> a, a blogger or whatever i'm like you know like if if you want to critique him that's great but why don't you do a little freaking homework on it so you actually mentioned in a message to me that you that mark shriver one of the for a while, he seemed like a popular writer at Jezebel. I don't know if he is now, now that all he posts about it seems is like really disgusting stuff. But um, <laughs> how did you, how did that happen? Like, how did he end up coming to your house? Um, I had a, a friend from, from King John. I don't want to say her name in case sure, she's no, not. No, you're sure. Um, but I had a, a meetup of several people, let's see, about six or ten uh, people had a brunch at my house, and Mark came with his boyfriend, Alan. Was it different people from the Gawker universe, like different commenters? Yeah, mostly from Jezebel okay. and um, and Groupthink, which, uh, do you know Groupthink? Yeah. Yeah, mostly from there. Um, and then a few a few Gawker regulars that you would know. Okay. For sure. <laughs> and, and we had about a week of, because my friend was visiting, so we had about a week of different meetups and went all over and did different things in the Bay Area and ended with a nice brunch here. And Mark came and regaled us all with his gross stories. Oh, yeah. You told me that he was more disgusting in person than he is, than he was <laughs> on Jezebel. And he was about, like, solo and stuff on there. Like, how was, what could he discuss that was more disgusting than his posts? Well, he was talking about the M-Prag, the male pregnancy. Okay. Thing. He did he did a piece on it um, probably about a month after he visited here, and uh, so he was talking about that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> no, I mean it's pretty hard to gross me out. Yeah. Like I don't like that stuff doesn't phase me, and talking about fetishes and things like that doesn't phase me. Um, I get much more grossed out when everyone's oogling uh, the young girl from Modern Family's boobs. Oh yeah. Uh, on Rocker than. Uh, you know, and then defending, well, she's of age. Like, fuck you. <laughs> she's 17. Like, you know, I like women. I like grown women, <laughs> you know, but, yeah. you know, there comes a point where I, I don't know. I don't, I, I just don't understand all the people that seem to have every state's uh, consent laws memorized. It is really odd. It never really occurred to me that there are a lot of people on there that are like, yeah, "Yeah, no, this date's fine. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's never like, yeah, that's that's not to me a a normal track of thinking, but, (laughs) you know, yeah, my 
be legal, but whatever. I, I but you shouldn't be saying it proudly. But and especially on an article about like her escaping from her abusive mother and all that, like it's just you know. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> I've seen. That's proper Yeah, I saw one commenter point out recently that no matter what the article is, there will be a group of commenters that come on and comment on whether or not they would fuck the person it's about if it's about a woman. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And and you don't really see that with the men as much. I mean, every once in a while you do. And it, well, there's like and the, to me, that's also, that's also gross. It's also disgusting. But, you know, I, I was molested, so maybe, oh. maybe, uh, maybe I have weird feelings about consent and things like that, I guess. I mean, it's justifiable, though. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I think I think it is too, and I, I personally think that whether, whether or not someone has been affected by such a thing, they should have just a little bit more grace and decorum about dealing with other humans. Oh, definitely. But, yeah, Milton talked about that. Milton Burroughs cocked. <laughs> I feel weird saying that, but um, he talked about that a little <laughs> bit when I talked to him because he mentioned he has a biracial son, which has been made obvious by the account mm -hmm. Milton Burrell's biracial son that's been trolling him. But he was talking about how much like the Trayvon Martin thing meant to him, knowing that like he has to have that conversation with his son and how I think he might have mentioned, too, that like he's, he just doesn't understand how people can't just relate to people because they're people, why they have to have like that experience to be able to empathize with these situations yeah it's i you know i think that the people who go after him i think a lot of them are probably pro-gun people because he takes a very hard stance on guns right um, and i do i do as well but i don't you know that's not my main thing actually speaking of that you mentioned i i, I think you used the term brand first that you don't really you said people actually get excited when they meet you, but you don't really care about your name that much, even though it's... Uh... No, because so it's like, it's just an artifice. It's just, it, it, it's like jewelry or something I'm wearing. Like, it, it, it's not, it's me and it isn't me. And people that I, that I meet, not, not so much meet in person, but meet online, like talk to on email or something like that, they, they can have a skewed sort of, like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm talking to cheerful ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I'm like, here I am, like a real person, just like I've said I am. You know, I'm, I'm pretty upfront telling people I'm a 45-year-old married woman, I'm a mom, I don't have to work, like, I, you know, I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> so is your issue with just like, being treated like a celebrity or do you just not associate you not identify with your name at all oh no i mean i do identify with my name i mean like even like even my daughter knows my screen name oh really she doesn't, she doesn't read what i post on gossip <laughs> because, because occasionally like i've written a, a post about something she's done for one of the back pages on gawker and so she'll be right there with me when i'm typing on there but say that she doesn't see all the things that her mom writes, but she knows what my name is, and uh, you know, and she calls me cheerful. Like, oh, are you are you saying something as cheerful right now? You know, <laughs> I mean, she's only ten, so <laughs> and she's not allowed to do stuff online without without me watching because you know I'm I'm online a lot and I have been online a lot, uh, so. I'm not stupid about such things, and I'm not going to let my ten-year-old daughter 
mistress to wear with her without me around. Are you afraid as she gets older of her seeing some of the stuff you've written about? No, no, no. Because I'm, I'm really, really open. So, I'm, I'm really open with, with anyone that's close to me and uh, my daughter especially. So I, I'm not, I'm not really worried uh, about that. I mean, I wouldn't recommend her to go and, <laughs> you know, look it up. I mean, I mean, no one really wants to know how the sausage gets made, and... Yeah, I was thinking about that, too, is, like, I don't know why she would want to read, like, your Las Vegas story, but... <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I think that um, people realize that their parents are, are separate individuals. You sort of come to that realization at a certain point in your life. My daughter might come to it sooner than some. <laughs> uh, but... But you also, like, it's uncomfortable sometimes to find out, like, just how much of a real person your your parents are. So do you have any other outlets besides uh, commenting? Like, online? Well, like, I mean, not, I don't mean, sorry, not, like, writing outlets, but do you have, like, do you keep a blog? Do you have any other, I want to say, I mean, it sounds weird referring to commenting as artistic, but, like, any other artistic inclinations to, like, express yourself? Um, yeah, I do. I do art stuff uh, myself. I make some jewelry and I, I do weird little decoupage things. And like, I take a Barbie doll and decoupage like words from a woman's magazine on there. You know, like you know, fat thighs or tummy crunches or something like that, and like put them all over the Barbie doll's body. Does that mean you actually um, cut them out and paste them on there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So weird little stuff like that, and I make weird little dioramas. <laughs> um, like what? Like you like like little dollhouse type things? Yeah, kind of. Um, I I've done them before um, on uh, on Backtalk, which is a a backdoor site on Gawker, and one of the sub blogs on Gawker, and uh, Crosstalk, which is another sub blog. Yeah, I just like doing weird weird stuff like that that no one's going to buy and <laughs> it's just for my own amusement entirely. Do you try um, and sell them? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm curious about these diagram, diorama, well, I forget what they're called all of a sudden. Um, are these... The diorama. Yeah, the diorama, that's the word. Um, are they like scenes that you're creating or what is the influence for yeah, them? I, I was doing, for a while I was doing... Um, uh, posts on Backtalk, and then I would just start them with a picture of a diorama that was based on a Gawker article. Huh. Like one, one was about that uh, congressman that uh, was throwing money on the uh, on the floor of the the Senate building or something like that. And so I just had a bunch of Barbie dolls, like with a bunch of money around them. You know, just random stuff like that. <laughs> I don't know. I should do one of Katie and Rich at uh, Epcot, though. <laughs> You can try maybe and trade for a souvenir. Yeah, maybe Katie would notice me then. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait, do you only do those for, like, Gawker articles or just, like, anything in general? Just anything yeah, that catches just, your eye? Just Gawker articles lately. I mean, sometimes my daughter and I will make one for fun about, you know, some book she's doing or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but mainly Gawker articles. <laughs> I'm just a Gawker fangirl. It's really just a weird, it's sort of just a persona that I, I just went, oh, okay, I'll be a Gawker fangirl. <laughs> and, and that's what I've done. That's interesting. Um, huh. <laughs> um, those dioramas are really interesting. 
Have you ever just like posted them in the articles that they're based on, or does it take too no. long? No, I haven't. I did link though because I I did a diorama contest. Oh really? And so I've I've linked to that from the articles before, um, but I haven't done so much of that lately because I've just been busier with real life stuff. So I haven't been commenting as much, and I haven't had time to go on the sub blogs like I used to because I was really really posting lots, you know, like. Eight, 12 hours a day wow. um and that's kind of yeah that's kind of a a lot and i've got a real life so <laughs> yeah, that's interesting actually to talk to somebody i guess that has been that involved too because i see because milton burl's cock like he seems like he does it like the beginning and the end of the day mostly like just as like an outlet though he has like okay he has like uh, schemes to get noticed, like ways to get into the black because he's not in the black on Gawker. Have, mm -hmm. have you figured out any ways to try and get noticed at all? I mean, generally, it's either have a really funny comment or be a decent person <laughs> or, be, or be a completely raging asshole. Really? And being a racist asshole doesn't help either. Doesn't doesn't hurt either. Yeah, I've noticed that. <laughs> uh, Fortunate. Yeah. I mean, back in the day when you had to get a star and be followed, and like other commenters could, they couldn't downvote you, but you could see exactly who approved every comment. Yeah. Like way back at the beginning of Gawker, um, I wasn't followed by Gawker until I think it was something like one month before they ended the star thing entirely. So, and that's back when I was um, frequently wrong. And you know, I was back when uh, Aaron Gloria Ryan was a commenter. Okay, and yeah, she's like the senior writer now at uh, Jezebel, right? She's like the yeah. one that's been there the longest. Yeah, I've seen quite a few commenters rise up to be writers. And people used to comment to me like, oh, you should be a writer here, da, da, da. And I was like, dude, I can do like a funny comment, but, you know, <laughs> I'm not a writer. I'm a reader. I to read a fucking hell of a lot, but... You've never had any ambition to try and get a writing position at Gawker or even start your own blog? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I do my own little my own little writings on my little Kinja page and on the sub-blog sometimes. Most, mostly like weird erotica or like <laughs> personal stories or weird art that I've done and I post about it. Oh, um, so you have some of your art on the on your Kinja page? Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, I'll have to go look at that. Yeah, I mean, it's mo I think it's mostly my jewelry and then like some printmaking and I don't even know. It's been a long time since I've checked to see what's there, but uh, <laughs> I think it's easier to find now though that they've... Uh, changed kinja around so that you can find things you don't have to go through all my comments to find it yeah i guess that was like the main other thing i was wondering about was whether or not you actually wanted to be a writer on there or not um or um, have you i have i have some writing ambitions but um it's mostly stuff i want to write about my awful sister i don't know if you know about my awful sister i don't know i don't um, remember <laughs> i talk about her i talk about her a lot on gawker um because she's just awful. She's the fucking worst. But I'm literally, I, yeah, I'm like literally going to wait until my parents are gone and, and I don't want that to happen soon yeah. uh, until I read about her because it'll, it'll kill them. Um, but it's a good story. And so, you know, I think that's like the book I have in me is the one about my terrible sister. Hmm. Um, 
then you're not writing it now. You're waiting until everybody's gone. I mean, yeah, I mean, I have things collected and, and musings on it and whatnot, but I haven't gelled it together now. And I mean, I'm incredibly lazy. So, <laughs> I mean, you sound incredibly <laughs> ambitious, though. You do a lot of things. <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of plans and I get things done for sure. But but I am really just lazy. I live a very lucky life. I know that. I'm I'm super privileged, hmm. and I'm very lucky to be able to be a stay-at-home mom and and just fart around on the internet and read books and do stupid artwork and and be a parent. You know, I'm very very lucky, and I know that. I guess that's why you're so cheerful. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing about cheerful, I will say, when I started it. I was pretty depressed and and I suffer from depression. And so I go through some pretty major depressive bouts. And I've talked about that a lot on Gawker too. That's another thing I I talk about pretty openly. And so it was a way to be like, okay, I'm going to be cheerful. Like this is, this is my cheerful side and I'm going to be cheerful. You know, and that kind of works out. I I would say it sort of makes me be beholden to my name Yeah. and, and sort of be the cheerful cheerleader for people. And I and I like that. I I like making people feel better. I really like making people laugh. If I was a halfway decent comedian, that's what I would do. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm not like I couldn't get like a solid five minute set together. <laughs> so <laughs> I have a friend that just started doing stand up, and I was like, "Oh wow, this is just so amazing!" I was just really, really, really wanted to do it too, but. Just the thought of getting a five-minute set together was like, yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> horrific. I just really respect her for even trying at all. Yeah. It's, oh, man, as a woman, very, too, especially. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, I, I, it definitely, it was interesting to watch because the night that we went, there were two male and two female comedians. And it was interesting, the the reaction, like, I, I would say the crowd was a little easier on the, the male comedians. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's kind of typical. Like, I mean, we all see the whole, you know, women can't be funny thing. And, right. You know, and that's another thing about my, my username. I picked one that definitely showed my gender oh, on okay. purpose. My first username didn't show my gender. And sometimes I'd be having a conversation with someone and then they'd find out I was a woman and then that would like derail it. Like they'd be like, Oh, you're just fat sitting on your sofa. Like immediately, like whatever the conversation, like it would just be like, you know? And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to like let everyone know that I have a vagina right off and then that'll be out of the way. (laughs) Yeah. It's a weird, a weird thing online to be a woman sometimes. And I don't understand the whole, the whole reason for it, and uh, but yeah, but there we are. Yeah, but speaking about privilege, like that's something I'm aware of. Obviously, is like how tough it can be online, and how um, people. Like I was talking to my girlfriend about somebody she wanted to interview for this podcast, and uh, she was saying how she didn't know the person's gender, and she mentioned how I think. I forget the which way it went, but I think it was that like women are less likely to show their gender online because they'll automatically get treated differently. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's very striking, and I mean, I get you know I get some automatic assumptions because of my sexuality, you yeah. know, because I'm bisexual, and and that's that's very odd. 
you know, I, I certainly, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a married woman and in general, I'm just having sex with my husband <laughs> and, you know, I don't really get how that plays into everything. And it's not like I talk about being by every second but you know, I, i'm a flirty sexual person yeah but sometimes that gets read as sort of like permission to to say or do anything you know I, i've had a couple occasions where people i've given my email to have just automatically launched into some very sexual talk with me huh. you know like i give them my email and i'm like hi how are you you know yeah i'm cheerful nice to talk to you this is fun to talk a little more privately. And they're like, yeah, what are you wearing? And I'm like, what? Uh, ripped sweatpants? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what? what? What the fucking hell? Like, what, you know, I, and I try to review, like, what did I do to, to bring that on? And Well, you were born a woman, obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently. Apparently that was it. <laughs> You know, well, and I and I was born a woman, but then I'm also not afraid to talk about sex. Right. And like, I would never assume that if you were commenting on Gawker and you were talking about your sex life, and you're like, blah, 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 my sex life with my girlfriend, blah, blah. And then I talked to you in an email, I wouldn't think, oh, yeah, now I can get all sexy with him. <laughs> that would not occur to me at all that I had any sort of permission to do that. <laughs> just by virtue of you being a sexual being. Well, that ended fucking depressingly, didn't it? Well, at least that's it for today. Or, wait, no it's not, because we have an extra little bit today from Oedipus PQ Video Boy. The Q is for Queer Monkey, and the P is for P. He will be giving us, delighting us with a poem. Oedipus PQ Video Boy, everybody. said uh for more on dressing underground like our interview with uh lesbian noise musician and get along gang fan fiction writer laura conifer and 
our conversations with lesbian fantasy writer Jufu Happen Love, whatever the fuck her name is, and uh, it's not real. I'm not racist, I swear. And uh, what's the other guy's name? John Seidman, who wrote a book you'll never read because it's unfucking readable. Go to the blog at uh, undressingunderground.tumblr.com. I even added a comment section today because ex-girlfriend feeling good, whatever her name was, said to, and I listened. And while you're there, give me money if you want to do that. And uh, submit your ideas for interviews or your own interviews. We will, if you perform an interview, we will probably air it on this podcast that I guess some gawker commenters might listen to now if you want like a 30% chance of a gawker commenter hearing your voice send us your podcast until next time I don't know bye